Yo, what up, though? This is Eshaan, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Chill. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's a lifestyle. The lifestyle. Our lifestyle. So how that lifestyle treat you? Man, the best it can be, bro. I mean, I don't know a nigga who... who it, <laughs> that's all I can say. You ever had like a fine-ass bitch and she just do you hella right and you like... <laughs> That's how that lifestyle treat me, man. Like the baddest bitch in the world who care about me. Not yeah, just yeah, one who yeah, exists. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the bitch gotta care about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Um, just happy, man. Yeah. Like, straight up, just becoming one with the universe, becoming one with myself. Like, it's not a facade. It's not an act. I still will knock you down if you get in my way. Yeah. But just don't get in my way because I'd rather not. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So... Uh, you got a word of the episode? Yeah, I do, man. It's a renaissance man. It's a cultured man of the renaissance who was knowledgeable, educated, proficient in a wide range of fields. What about you? Yes, I have a book of the episode. It's called Those Brilliant Bastards. Those Bil Brilliant Bastards is a, a fictitious account of the non-fictitious experiences of being black in America. The novel explores mass incarceration, mental illness, and other chaos that plagued the black community by Quincy L. Lewis, man. And I can't wait to check it out. I haven't read it yet. As of today. As of today, I'm going to start reading it probably in the next couple of days or so. Next time, you know, I it, I run through books. So once I yeah. pick it up, I know I'm not going to uh, put it up put it down the reason i didn't read it is because i was in the middle of a writing a uh, right mode just yeah like i was in, yeah i was in i was in right mode so i don't like to read other people's works while i'm in right mode because i don't want to have mix the style, or style but the reason that that's my book bro because we got the homie q lewis in the house right right and we got angry man and monk right but q q is from e-block radio and that shy uncle and we had shot on and we went on shy and this was our opportunity to get q and we say hey q man bring, bring your homies, so man. Yeah, man. Bring <laughs> your homies, don't try to solo that shit out my yeah. nigga bring everybody bring homies, you feel so. what i'm saying so but before we get to the uh before they introduce themselves he was like i'm gonna tell them but i don't know if angry man go come but you came so you we came, appreciate man. that my nigga you feel what i'm saying so go ahead and introduce yourself man no doubt you know angry man in the building you know first time you know really doing a interview with all three of us because it's kind of hard to get us all together home of exclusives home of nigga exclusives. that's what we do thank e -block. you <laughs> everybody got a lot going on so but when we get together we get together that's yeah what's up man Q going here it's all you Come on, man. It's my money. It's going to oh, okay. Right okay. Now, I thought you was going to do it. We're going to do it like this, dog. It's an E Block Radio time, uh, takeover and shit. Okay. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. You they know they what it to is, put, man. They're trying to get Eastside on this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is, man. The Live is Cloud Radio Show on the planet. Earth Cuss. Straight <laughs> <laughs> hey, from the E Block Radio Live for your dad, man. This is the Wake and Bake Show on the Connected Experience, dog. I got my man, Angry Man, in the building. What the business? Got my man, Monk Money, holding it down. Man, you already know. And of course, man, it's your boy Q Lewis holding it down live from the 48205. Man, let's get to it, dog. This is my squad. Yeah, right, yeah right. we appreciate y'all coming, dog. Coming, man. So, yeah, so, first of all, man, we listen to the show. I watch the show a lot. I used to listen on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? All of that, I comment, man. Sure. And I just appreciate y'all perspective from a morning show uh, 
from a morning show like right rooted in the city that you're from you know what i mean i i feel two ways about uh one syndicated radio i think syndicated radio hurt uh the local listeners when it comes to morning shows sure. because uh growing up the morning show is how you found out what was going on in the community yeah. and if you okay. syndicated how do you know what's going on in our community okay. you know what i'm saying so so just to have a different perspective with some cats from the east side like i find it very like entertaining you know what i'm saying so i definitely appreciate that aspect of y'all show so like how, how did y'all come about uh first y'all obviously homies but like y'all just grew up together y'all the same age range and stuff yeah yeah you want me to tell a story yeah go ahead tell a story so we you know we like on our block we sitting uh, we sitting uh, up under their tree bro and just chop it up yeah just talking we just talk about all subjects everything and everything and my little brother say man we need to make a podcast, bro. Shout out to Jay. Shout yeah. out to my little brother Jay. And he was like, you know, you should make a podcast, man. So he was like, well, bad. We're going to start that off. You know what I'm saying? You know, cuz is like a, a sponge. Cute little. You know, he like he like a sponge, bro. He throwing some ideas, bro. You know what I'm saying? Cuz is up on it. You know what I'm saying? So we, took, so we took it and ran with it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, my brother, you know, suggested it. We ran with it. He started first, actually. And, you know, and dog at that time. Back, back up a little bit though. So um, <laughs> yeah, so dog gave me that idea. I ran to the crib, googled and shit. And I said, let's do it. Yeah. Angry man said, let's call it E Block. Yeah, because that's where y'all from. Now, what the E stand for? in E Block. Uh, Ingleside. Ingleside. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about growing up on Ingleside. Like, who was there first? Which one of y'all had a block OG? Right here. Angry right here. man. That's sure. how I came up with E Block. One day, uh, we was just standing outside. It was a beautiful day, <laughs> and I happened to just look up the street, and I'm like, man, it's a block full of. Back in the day, you know, when we didn't have all this, we was all in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's a block full of big niggas over here. It's like a cell block. Yeah. E block. Yeah. And it's stuck. So sure. let's talk about growing up on E block. Like, so you you a little older than them, Angry Man? Yeah. So what was your East Side experience like uh, back in, yo, when you was growing up? Well, you know what? You, you had to have tough skin growing up on E block. For sure. You, okay. you, you, you had to be Thanks. with it. For sure. I mean, it's times if you wanted to play basketball, you may have to do 100 push-ups just to get next. <laughs> right. You know right, what I mean? Sure. Or it, it was a crapshoot going to the store sometimes. Mm -hmm. Explain what that means. Let's talk about going hey, to the store. Or Don or <laughs> might come out with the shotgun try to get his legs. Rest in peace to my guy, bro. Yes. Yeah, I mean, come out with the shotgun just to play basketball? Bro, he, I mean, was, like, he was like 12 or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, niggas was like, yo, you fuck your next. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Yeah. Darwin got his old man shot. He came to the backyard like, bitch, no, nah, it's going down. Nigga. I got I'm next. next. <laughs> Dog, he played. Yeah, we got him. <laughs> Dog with that good, got next. So, sure. sure. rest in peace to my guy, though. That's what's I, up. I remember small experiences. You know, we, we'll be you know in the middle of a game, a shootout might break out. Oh, for sure. And then the game might resume. Yeah, right. Like nigga, it was eight twelve. You know what I'm So it's, it's basically the block is just more like a sense of community. No matter what went on over there, it was all like love. Sure. It was but all see, that's the thing. The one thing I love and respect about that block is because you know a lot of us came back to the block. Right, you know right. I mean, a lot of our families are still there. I think the newest person on our block has probably been there what, probably ten, ten years. Ten. That, that that's yeah. like that's so good. That's yeah. a decade. So yeah, you know, yeah. if everybody else yeah, got more that's than a that, beautiful thing. You For know, sure. I can actually sit in my house and cook dinner and let my kids go outside and play. 
without having to worry about you right know, right who was this new nigga just moved there could be a pedophile anything you feel what i'm saying yeah and, and, so our block be up on that kind of kind of stuff and we got the sheriff now we got a deputy on the block that will approach it yeah right now, but but that's a sense of community that's how that's what that's, that's how it should be you feel what i'm saying that's not a that's not the hood that's right if you sitting on the block too long he will knock on your car window and ask why are you here who you looking for yeah. right yeah. he will yeah. do that right yeah. that's true and that's so, a good thing my dog. <laughs> something you had in your bio. It said you had both parents, and I and I felt that that's very important. Yeah. If you talk about having both parents, especially coming from the east side, like yeah. so, talk about your experience with growing up on that block and having both parents. Dog, I'm gonna tell you like the the truth about our block is even if you didn't have both parents, you still have both parents because right, like, the motherfucking block raised us. Like his mama could tell me what to do, his daddy for sure <laughs> could still tell us all what to do to this day. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to. My guy and shit. And um like it's just it is it's a little different because you know, I got a well no, everybody got their daddy. It's like this this is weird. Everybody got the, and this is a conversation we had before. It's like everybody's daddy in their life. So it's like right. shit, and we that, actually was straight. Yeah. And that make a big difference, man, because like my father wasn't in our life per se as much as growing up. He was always yeah. there. He wasn't no far not far away at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like now the relationship that me and my father have is like on some grown man shit. Mm-hmm. Like I pull up to him and my uncle and get them niggas like, them niggas drink natural ice. I uh <laughs> daddy, I, you know, daddy. daddy yeah yeah I pull up on him Toss them a, a case, case and, and I'm smoking my weed over there, kicking it as an adult. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it helped me understand what was happening as I was a kid. So I ain't got no, I, I can't be mad at you. Yeah, you I'm can't have, right, right. You can't have you know no ill feelings. Right. Oh, I think that's the biggest up. thing. Like a lot of a lot of men, uh, just don't get to experience that. Mm-hmm. They don't get to. Like, okay, I love my dad because he my dad, but then I like him because I understand where he was coming from. So, like, when he telling me a story from his perspective, it's like, oh, it all makes sense now. Right. It was because, I mean, I don't know, like, uh, when I was on Shy's show and when he was here, at one time I felt like I was the reason my dad went to jail. Mm-hmm. But then through basic communication, it's like, really, you just helped me get the nigga I was looking for. I didn't look at it like you sent me to jail. I looked at it like now this I is my opportunity. Yeah. You feel? i'm saying so that was like a weight that's real shit though that was like a weight lifted off my shoulder because i had thought that like for a long ass time i didn't even know he thought that until like two years ago Damn. Like and I, yeah. I, I, I never kept that shit from your breath. Yeah, I mean because it, yeah, it was so natural that he felt like that. Yeah. It wasn't like never a discussion. I felt like when my daddy went to jail, that was us getting off the porch for real. Yeah. We was already we we was off the porch in the car with my daddy. You know what right. I'm saying? And then when my daddy went to jail, it I was just like out there. now we just off the porch. I never yeah. looked at it as if it was anybody fought or nothing. True. And then as we like so to preference see how that happened though. Yeah. To preference what happened, my daddy ended up shooting a nigga for putting his hands on my mama for my mama fighting him cause his daughter wet him. Right. Like wet him, right? So and we end up I, I on a high school though. with her and everything. You know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? And like, so you, you know, you know what I'm saying? And she well, that's why her dad. That's why her daddy came outside because she wet me, and then I bit her. And then she went to get her daddy, and he was talking crazy. So my mom and my auntie Chris, God bless the dead, they came out and they jumped him. They worked that fool though. But my daddy thing is, ain't nobody putting their hands on my woman. You feel what I'm saying? So he left work, went to my granddaddy crib, got the got the throw away, double back. He shot the nigga, came back to the barbecue. It was nothing. But we lived uh, one, two, three, four, 
like five houses down from each other. Uh, you feel like in an apartment complex. Well, so it's not on. gonna take. Yeah, it's not gonna be long. Everybody know that that was Juan and that was whoever dog was. And like everybody I said, know yeah, we end up going to high school with this young lady. She a year older than us. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, we used to be on the bus and shit together. Not to us, that's old because we came out with the victory. But we don't know how she felt. Mm-hmm. My daddy didn't kill him, but he he shot him. Like <laughs> he, right. that could have cut their income off at the time. Yeah. That could have yeah. made life worse for them. So and that's a, so I don't know how she felt, but I always felt like to me like damn I sent pops to jail on some bullshit cause if I would've listened cause my mama said we about to go don't go outside cause they was getting wet and you know we like fuck that we going outside she <laughs> wet us you feel what I'm saying see that's why I told y'all <laughs> whatever my mama used to say I couldn't get wet nigga I did moral of the story listen yes. to your parents you feel what I'm saying not, listen to my parents yeah now something that I know that y'all noticed that y'all all got in common is football yeah. you know what I'm saying so who won that championship in college Angry, man. Okay, what was your position? Fullback. Fullback. Did you score that game? I, I scored, yeah. Yeah, how many did you score? <laughs> <laughs> I, put, I put it in there. Yeah. I put it in there. What? Um, I think I had like. First of all, this nigga is acting all modest. This nigga got yards, two rings. 87 yards and two touchdowns. And he usually had them bitches on. <laughs> Why you ain't well, bro? I, I know, man. <laughs> Mrs. Angry to told modest. me to put them on. Like, no, I'm, so, I'm, I'm so, leave them at the crib. So, like, like, so that's rare that people actually take it to the next level and win these championships or whatever like so describe the feeling when you won your first champion did you score in both championship games was yeah. you that nigga type of fullback because people that be yeah. fullbacks they might not touch the ball for eight games nine no, games no, like, game. so you was the running back fullback type of, of shit yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying i was a true freshman starting we uh lost my freshman year I probably had the worst championship game of my life that game so yeah. y'all went three years in a row four Uh-oh. okay now listen One, had you won championships on every level and then got to college and lost no, I won in um, uh, lost in high school. I okay. Won the East Side Championship in high school. Okay. Uh, lost the city championship. Cast uh, <laughs> tech. Got to college. Uh, we played uh, conference championship. I lost my freshman year. We won my sophomore year, junior year, and lost my senior year. Okay. okay. So winning that first college championship, like, what's the first thing that went through your head? You can't tell me shit. Yeah. <laughs> what college was that? Uh, Lakeland University. Where that's at? Uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Sheboygan. Okay. Yeah. So the so the white bitch to nigga ratio was like astounding in oh, Sheboygan. Sure. Oh, oh, that's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. First of all, that's a real place. People don't think that that's a real place. Sheboygan. You feel what I'm saying? What a lot of people don't know is, you know, I'm going to say it. My freshman year, don't know how, I ended up in the all-girls going. Straight up, <laughs> I was the only guy. What? And you was a football star, and I was starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they loved you. That's so how. You, yeah, you can imagine yeah. that. Yeah, you can imagine how those weekends went down. But yeah, he never went, bro. Never went. Y'all ain't never going. So, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. When he called y'all and said "nigga," because that's how it started off. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the only nigga in a dorm full of bitches. First that's of all, how, this is exactly how. It <laughs> Sound just like you, cuz. Yeah. I said, dog. Why didn't y'all pack up and go that next weekend? What was stopping y'all? Was y'all in college? Yeah, I was. I was in college then, so I was. I was in uh, Adrian, so we was far apart. But uh, at the same time, we we both playing football. Okay. So I, I would have had to come in the off season. But uh, we just I, never made that shit happen. I was no, loving bitches. It was in the atmosphere because I remember one weekend I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going back home. And I popped up on him. Yeah. And he wasn't there. And yeah. He yeah. wasn't on campus. So I'm like, the atmosphere wasn't going to allow us to be on the same campus. Yeah, yeah. It was going to be a slut off. And for sure. And at this point, dog, like in, in for real, house. in for real life, dog, like the universe just don't allow certain shit because yeah. like we all 
haven't been out of town together yet. Like we all Ever. going. Oh, because you wasn't in no. North Carolina. No, nope. I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. we all we all go in pockets. Like like we'll go and then like maybe I will angry man don't ever go nowhere. Why you so to. angry, my baby? I, I don't, That's a good question. I don't consider myself angry. Cause I, I didn't think so. Because I counsel. fuck with your personality. So I, you know what I'm saying? They think I'm angry. I don't. Think I could I'm, be considered angry man in you, this situation. You definitely are. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I'm angry. I mean, yeah. I don't. I mean, for years, I, I I tried to figure out why. You know, my crew called me angry. I, I'm, I'm I'm not angry. So like, when he talk, look at him. He's red as a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you think you know he yeah. mad as shit? You know yeah. what I'm saying? He just don't want to yeah. express his it's just So. <laughs> <laughs> so look, so so while they was playing football, like, is this when you was like finding your uh, love or passion for cooking? Like, how early did that start with you? Well, you know, I played a little football. You know, they climbed me for it. You know what I'm saying? But I, I played a little football. So uh, shout out to Osborne. Yeah, I, 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 I talk shit about Osborne, but you know, but we yeah. went to King. You know, <laughs> yeah. greatest high school. Uh, shut the shit. Shut the shit. Oh, so y'all was on the same team. Yeah. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that coach who just passed was y'all coach, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. That was Shout so. How long had he been coaching when he had y'all? Shit. Forever, yeah, man. He had been coaching since what? What they said, seventy five. Oh, damn, that's a. So, yeah, he had been there during the yeah. twenty years before. Damn, yeah, you feel what I'm saying? So, uh, the question of the uh, about cooking though, like, how did that come about? It's definitely where I found the passion. Honestly, man, my aunties and my and my uncles and you know oh, every, every, my whole family, you know, what I'm saying low key chefs. You okay. Know what I'm so you know, I just soaked it up from them. You know what I mean? Like. And actually went through the experience, bro, and I and I enjoy it, man. Like honestly, like food is my passion, bro. Like yeah. seriously, bro. Like I don't even I make a motherfucking ham and cheese sandwich look extravagant. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No pork on a fork, though. My bad. <laughs> no pork, <laughs> pork, pork on a fork. fork. Yeah. So like, cause I, I'm a savage, bro. I'm a Viking. <laughs> I'm a Viking man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do a little cooking and shit, but I I just I I I can cook some. I don't say I'm a chef, but what I try to do is I try to I well re, as as of recently as uh this this type of the year i started actually utilizing cookbooks and seeing if i can make something out of a cookbook mm-hmm. and then just put my own spin on it Swag but before that i just man i can make a, a chicken soup like a motherfucker you oh. for chili all of that like mm-hmm. yeah, but i've been working on a spinach dip you feel what i'm saying i've been perfect oh hey. easy work hey i've been hey, I, i've been perfecting my shit like honestly i didn't get none of my sons nothing to eat spinach dip you know what I'm saying? This dude don't. This dude didn't eat spinach dip or nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm so on I, that shit now. So I'm whipping it up for him. Like, bro, y'all gotta, have, y'all gotta try this shit, man. Like, man, they don't want no spinach. Like, they, they fat people allergic to green shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the problem. <laughs> <laughs> fat people allergic to green shit. I got guts problems. So you know, and get it? Like, damn, you know, because you know, I, I got a little restaurant, the Easy Street Saloon. You know, oh what I'm man, saying? it's not there. a little restaurant, bro. It's a big accomplishment to have a restaurant. Like it's, this. I mean, it is, but it's a little restaurant right now because Gretch won't open that bitch up for me. You feel? <laughs> hey man, I just was talking to my wife about that. I said, think about this. You can go to the strip club where motherfuckers is sitting on top of each other, yes, but I can't go to the movies and I can't go to certain restaurants. But I can go to the strip club well, and the bitch could be touching. Right, a, a mm-hmm. bitch go sit on my lap, with a sweaty as hell. Yeah, like come <laughs> on, man. Like some of the shit don't make sense to me, man. But no. uh, you know, I'm not political. You know so, what I'm saying? So, but, well, my man fired though, man. You, yeah, you, you, you know your man's can cook. When your woman asked you to tell to him to make her something. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted to talk to you about something. So uh, after college, did you get your degree? No. 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 So so no. you went all four years? Yeah. And yeah. W- So when did you decide to leave college? After that season? My daughter. Okay. You know, I had to come home to be a full-time dad. I got seven classes to get uh, to get knocked down, and they're going to get knocked down. Yeah, yeah, because college is always going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. But, you know, at that time, it was a situation where, you know, hey, I got to, you know, 
Buzzing nuts and shit. I can't serve you guys right now. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got. I mean, I, I, I would love to stay here and finish this, but I was needed back here. So. Right. Yeah, and, and you said you was uh, having kids early too, so y'all got kids the same age. Shit. Yeah. 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 So are they friends? And Q ain't got no kids. No, I don't no, want no my kids. daughter to be friends with <laughs> <laughs> That was a serious shit. <laughs> right, because you know this nigga? Yeah, keep keep nah. You know, I almost had to beat up one of his nephews last year. <laughs> for fucking with my other goddamn daughter. You know, so no. Nah. <laughs> but that did you stop the beat? Yeah, stop. <laughs> to me though, that is kind of like a violation because you know what I'm saying? Uh I this is why this is why though. Look, this is why though. Because like this is his nephew and this is his man now if you know your nephew that nigga with the women like just leave my man daughter out of that because there's other women out there like don't do that to my man daughter i, I see it you feel what i'm saying but i also see it like if they was gonna be like serious i want to keep it in the family that yeah. would actually make yeah that's what i'm saying but, but that's knowing, what i'm saying my, my, right 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 but knowing the nigga yeah, and q you you kidless right yeah i ain't got no kids bro yeah. but ain't I, nothing wrong with that hell no nah, but uh i'm getting old now and shit, so now i'm looking at that shit like damn i better drop one off so i'm looking at probably like maybe project twins this uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if uh Lewis three one three on IG, slide in my DMs if you need to. So I even tell my kids if if you don't if if, if you can don't have kids. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because ain't nothing wrong with that. I tell them like that ain't gotta be your aspirations. You know what I mean? See, like, I, I think the different man. I think something wrong with that. Cause we need a lot more What's motherfuckers up? that think like you. You know what I'm saying? We need a lot of motherfuckers out here that think it's not enough of us, bro. Yeah. yeah. So but, I'm, but, I'm but listen, but, you, but to get but to in order to get motherfuckers that think like us, it's a lot of motherfuckers. That got the pass too. Only take that one though. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Just be honest with it. You know what I mean? If you want kids, have them. It, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what. Yeah. If you don't want them, don't. Fuck and them I feel like women, like you know what I'm saying. If a nigga tell you that he don't want no kids, like I feel like it should be a law or something where he could sign off on that because ultimately you go do what you want to do anyway. But if a nigga told you that. The moment you told him you was pregnant, he like, I don't want no kids. Yeah. And then you want to hold him accountable for 18 years. Of course right. he ain't shit. Of course he a deadbeat. Of course. <laughs> all, he already, he already he told you, I don't want this. Look, so I, I don't want no be- kids, and I'm also going to prove it to you in my actions <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't want any kids. So I sure. think people, I think men should be able to sign off on that where they won't be held accountable for uh, child support and shit like that. Because if I don't want no kids, that don't mean I don't want to fuck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You still want that raw feeling, too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but but two things I'm gonna tell these niggas out here, man. Raw pussy gets you two things. They end in IDS kids or age. You pick which one you want, or you don't want neither one of them. Ooh, so just yeah. put on a condom. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Why, up. Stop shooting hey, club oh, up. Hey, why everybody looking at me? Fuck on, man, because it's a double standard right there. Now, if a woman get pregnant and say I don't want no, now you about to find out why you're angry. She yep. get a fucking abortion. That's the best fucking decision she could have made. And then I turn around and say the same thing. And you were dead, B. I don't want no kids. Now I'm a fucking dirtbag. Right. right. See, yeah. same thing. That's what I'm saying. So once, once a, that's what I'm saying. Once a nigga tell you he don't want no kids, it should be something that he could use. To, yeah, I ain't with it, man, because that's not fair to a nigga. Yeah. Right. You know no, what I'm saying? Because, because, like, when my wife told me she was pregnant, you know what I'm saying? I said, well, we going to do whatever you want to do as far as the baby aspect yeah. go because if i come to you and tell you i do want a kid what if you don't now you go feel like you trapped yeah. if i come to you and tell you i don't want a kid and you do now it's gonna cause it's other gonna conflict yeah. so i'm not about to force the decision on you either way you tell me the decision and we'll talk about it from there because we yeah. could be both feeling the same way or you could be feeling like i don't want this baby but i could tell that nigga really do i don't want to hurt him yeah. hurt me 
Right. If that's the yeah. case. You don't want that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's gonna show when your actions awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a, the world is a double standard with men and women. It but is. you, uh, angry man, you don't seem so angry to me. Uh, you seem right on point. You a football coach? Let's talk about that. Who you coaching? Nah, right now I'm not coaching anything. I'm, I'm getting my son ready for next year. We got some things that uh, some people told me I wouldn't be able to teach my son. <laughs> So now by some people, did you mean these two? Yeah. So first of all, <laughs> I just think that it don't make no sense for you to teach your son how to throw with a right and left hand at quarterback. Why not? Why? That's all crazy. Because that just separated because, him as the quarterback. Right. It separated him as the quarterback, but it make the guards and the offensive tackles and shit. They don't know how to block a motherfucker. They don't know if he's throwing from the left, left or right. So what are you? So you was it was you a tackle? So you saying like from a, where that's the position you play? I mean, I play I play on defense. I play defense. Okay, tackle, okay. But, but you just saying like yeah. it'll confuse his yeah, offense. Because like if he dropping back left, no them guards and tackles gotta they gotta block a different way. They gotta slide a different way. All that shit's mechanics. No, no, no confusion. No shit. Confusion. No. I'm so, saying if so they gotta know backing he, up. It can be tough. He, he, he shake out the hole and break, and he can throw that bitch with his left or his right hand. I think that'll that's be more I, confusing for the defense. That's all I'm trying to say. So when if he can throw with his left, though, right? So let's let's just look at it. When you on the run throwing, if you right handed, you usually run it to the right because you can throw like on the run. So if you throwing with your left, you rolling out to the left. If they used to blocking for you rolling to the right, when you go left, they go have you ass out out here. Now listen no, to what not, I'm about to say though, because I don't know football, right? <laughs> but I do know. That by the time his son get to display these skills, the, the, the game will be completely different. You're right. You know what I'm saying? You're right. So like, don't listen to them like angry men. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. See, that's why both of you both angry. And I'm not because, like I said, if he's rolling to the left, the play is obviously going to the left. So the mm. line is going to block to the left. So if he's going to the right, the line are going to block to the right. So the, how, how does your son? How does this guy? He's eight. He, oh, and he can do that right now. He, he can throw with both hands right now. He he's good with his right. Shout out to the rated R superstar. The rated R superstar. Sure. That's him. <laughs> and, and his left is coming on. Yeah, his left is coming on. I'm, I'm I'm you know I'm trying to get him to right with his left and right hand. Uh, you know what you got to do. What what's his weaker hand? The left. Okay, this is what I heard Kobe said he did. He made his daughter use her left hand for everything for like a month straight. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. Like, so basically you got to tie, I don't know if this is legal, but you got to tie that <laughs> nigga's right hand down. Mm-hmm. He can't use it. You but, know what I'm saying? Like, he, like I keep telling people, if I got to teach him how to throw it with his right, I can teach him how to throw it with his left. He's never really did neither one of them. <laughs> right, so it's both new to him. Yeah. yeah, everything I'm teaching him is, is he's learning for the first time. So like this is a nice collective because we see like black men doing stuff like coaching football, coaching their son. Uh, owning the restaurant and Q, you are author. So talk about how you got into writing a little bit. Um, on the on the strength dog, <laughs> it's a throwback story though. All right, so look, this is the same chick. You know what I'm saying? Who my niggas know? Uh, my my light skin friend who <laughs> gave me a, a light a light skin issue. Um, shout out to uh, I'm not gonna say her name. Said but cyber world already know her name. Yeah, they don't know her name though. I never I've never said her name. But so we the home of exclusives, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. Was I think I, <laughs> I wasn't four. First of all, I was nine, and her name was Alicia. All right, okay. and Alicia was very light skinned and very pretty. Right? Big so, forehead. Um, yes, for sure. I, I had a chick, big forehead name Alicia. Yeah. We called her Applehead. You feel what I'm saying? Let him tell his story. So no, let, so let, let him get the uh, heartbreak off. Just yeah, I'm gonna get the heartbreak <laughs> off and shit, and then uh, then I'm gonna get to the writing part because it's all in the same. So uh, we we was going together. We was in the third grade, right? So you like however old you is, eight, nine, or whatever. So I remember I was in the. Uh, <laughs> I hate telling this story. <laughs> I tell it with so much passion, like it happened yesterday. So I'm in the because it affected you. It did. I'm in the coat room sharpening my pencil and shit. And Fat Latrice was behind me, and she was like, uh, <laughs> she was like, "Yo, what you getting? Uh, what you getting, Alicia, for Valentine's Day?" I was like, "Dog, 
that's my girlfriend. I ain't got to get her shit. You know, I thought I was a pimp back then. Too. Yeah. So I was like, that's my woman. I ain't got to buy her shit. She's like, oh, okay. So I went home, didn't buy Alicia's shit. I came to school the next day and shit. She got Valentine's Day shit on her desk. I'm like, who the fuck gave you this? So she like, uh, this nigga named Robert and shit, right? <laughs> so I was like, fuck you mean? So she was like, shit, and we don't go together no more. I go with Robert now. <laughs> so she dumped me oh, on Valentine's, Valentine's Day, bro. So after that... Light skinned chicks, like I had a, I had issues. <laughs> like this, real, this is real life. This it was documented. Valentine's Day more than it was her. But anyway, nah, no. for sure. So I just, I say all that to say that I was in a storytellers club with Alicia. That's how I started liking her, and that's where I started writing and shit. We was like writing short stories in like second grade or some shit, and that's where I started loving to write. Yeah, you oh, damn, I'm happy writing. You letters. How's she doing these days? Like, do y'all still communicate? Uh, she cool, man. We actually, yeah, we do communicate on, uh, on Facebook now. And shit, she so married? I mean, yeah, she married now. She got she a ain't, little family and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, She don't look as good as she used to. No, she do. She still do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's still her. You got to you gotta unfollow her, man. You can't just keep looking at her. <laughs> hey, he about what listen, be. He looking at the kids and shit. Looking, <laughs> looking at his nose and their nose. <laughs> one of mine right there. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't keep suffering that. That's why you tell her with so much passion. You're bro. seeing it every time she pops up. She's going to be on your feed the first person when you open your phone no, when we leave. You know what I'm saying? It, it is. Tripping, and you, so uh, I heard you tell a story about one time you actually moved to New York to pursue writing. Oh, yeah, man. That was, uh, what was that? That was 2000. That was right before uh, 9-11. So that was 2001, I guess, right? Yeah, that same year. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I was I went out there to do an internship at Black Enterprise. Shout out to my people out there, dog. Um, like, that's my family for real and shit. But um, I went out there, did a, what was it, 11? 11 or 12 week uh, internship program. So you could go out there and you could stay on NYU campus, but you had to pay $2,000 up front. Nigga, I ain't had that shit. So yeah. I'm calling around, dog. I found a spot at the Y, bro. $160 a week. It was a room, nigga, at the Y. Like it was, but now, did you share this room with somebody? No, nah, no. Nah, okay, like okay. You okay. had a single room and shit, but you on the floor with everybody. So, so it's, like just, it's like paying to be in jail. Basically, yeah. I, I swear to God, like I got pictures that shit look like I said, like a jail cell, and like it was funny though. I had to tell these niggas before, like I was the only nigga going to work, you know. What I'm saying? So, <laughs> for real, you know. Right, so place. you gotta w- w- hope your shit be back when you get there. No, that shit too with, with the rats and roaches. That's a whole another story. But because I was the only one getting up that early, they didn't even cut the hot water on. Yeah, I heard you say that. You was <laughs> that's right, so fucking nuts. I used to have to take cold showers in the morning because, like, because I was the only one getting up, they wasn't go cut the hot water on just for me. Cause like other niggas don't get up moving around to ten or whatever. Look, they cut this shit on at eleven, and everybody would be up <laughs> after that. Exactly, dog. So I'm the only one taking cold showers, nigga. Taking the train um, downtown, dog, from Harlem. So I stayed in Harlem. Yeah. Uh, and I took the uh, train uh, uptown, rather, to uh, Manhattan. Yeah. And I worked at Black Enterprise for the twelve about twelve weeks. Shit, I got thirteen published art articles and shit yeah. in Black Enterprise. You yeah. you you wrote down like the the dates and shit that came out and all of that. Um, I got the uh, I got the hard copies and I got the. Uh, the shit on digital. So you you ate you ate at Sylvia's. Nah, was well, Sylvia's out there? Yeah, yeah nigga, Sylvia's or, or Amy Roof. You ate, you you eat at Amy Roof. Nigga, I was. I did. I just tell you, I was broke standing. I at, mean, but at shit, the you, you, but you in Harlem, you, you got to experience Harlem. that oh, shit. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying, bro? Listen, we was in Harlem for what two days. We made sure we went to both of them. Only place I went in Harlem was uh fucking uh Lennox. What is it, Lennox Cafe or Lennox? Uh, 
Yeah. Cause I stay around the corner from that shit. Yeah. And that shit's on Shaft. Yeah. So like, how 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 uh like yo how excited was your parents when they seen like that? Not only did you like say fuck it and move to New York, cause that's a big step, yeah, especially yeah. back then. The yeah. phones and shit, the technology Bruh, wasn't the same. The phones. You I had a fucking four hundred dollar bill in that shit, cause like I was calling home all the time, bro. Yeah. And you know, cell phones didn't have unlimited. Unlimited. Yeah. Had to wait till after seven for your anytime sure. minutes. Yeah, yes, was too busy calling the daytime though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what made you not stay in New? York I mean it was just an internship so it was just uh it was just that amount of uh time and shit so once the internship was over I came back I finished my last year at uh um in Adrian and shit but like I like New York and shit but if you if you single like Harlem Manhattan all that shit cool and shit but like if you got a family I don't know how a nigga living out there in the family yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's too much yeah. and they too what? stacked on top of each yeah, other yeah right? too much yeah, like ain't that. no backyards I always make fun of my wife cause she uh, was a film student and shit when I got with her and shit and she said if she like you know she, when she graduated if she wasn't with nobody she was gonna go to uh, Brooklyn I said oh you was gonna be married to a Jamaican or something you <laughs> feel sure. what I'm saying or like or a Haitian yeah cause she wanted to go to NYU and shit and I was yeah. like oh you definitely was gonna be married to a Jamaican or a Haitian yeah, you feel yeah. what I'm saying so every time I look at her in the face and shit I always say when I wake up you're welcome you feel what i'm saying <laughs> yeah you're welcome you know what i'm saying so like uh <laughs> so like her off too. <laughs> no she is nigga. you feel what i'm saying i'm welcome too but she right, is right. nigga. you feel what i'm saying so let's talk about writing your first novel yeah like, um so yeah that's my first novel like the other shit was uh poetry books but this shit right here is something <laughs> broke that nigga I had to write poetry still <laughs> 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 that's alright we all have suffered heartbreak you feel what I'm saying man, we all have suffered heartbreak everybody got an Alicia bro everybody got an Alicia bro real life that's not even how that happened though like, I, I, I can tell you a quick story about how that happened the poetry shit happened like this I had a, a British literature class when I was in Adrian College and shit and I could not pass that bitch for the life of me I took that bitch three times to, in order to get to pass with a C minus, which was basically a D, straight up, I failed that motherfucker two times. That shit was that hard. It was that hard because I, I didn't know how to interpret like poetry. I didn't know how to read that shit. I didn't know how to interpret none of that shit. Yeah. But I had to have it for my uh, for my English major. Yeah. So I end up like liking the shit. Like damn, this poetry shit kind of dope. Like kind of fly. Yeah. So like it ain't the rhymey shit. It's the shit I can really like speak my mind in it and just put it in some verses. Like oh, it is. I says me, my nigga. No, oh, see, I, I don't even see. You know the technical shit. That's the technical shit. Niggas around looking like they don't yeah. know what you're talking about. I, yeah, that's, te- that's the technical shit. There. It's the meters and shit. Now, did you? So when you was taking this though, did you see like it's such a big difference in what we call English and what the world calls English? Because we like to me, America, we don't even speak English. We actually just speak a dialect. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because if we said we speak English and then went to England, yeah, they're gonna yeah. be like, what, yeah, what the fuck is they talking about? No, like, right, like one word means four things. Hell yeah. Then the same word spelled three times. Four, exactly. four, four. There, right. there, there. What? Like, <laughs> how, right. like imagine trying to teach, like we know this now, but imagine trying to teach a kid that they're gonna be like, so it's two, two, and two? Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Some people oh, still ain't got that shit. It, <laughs> hey, a lot of them people on Facebook is some of them people. Oh, for sure. <laughs> So the English class really stumped you, but it also opened up something inside of you. Yeah, that's what started making me like really get into uh, poetry and shit. Cause like even the British, uh, the British literature shit was like it was a lot of uh, war shit in there, like a lot of war uh, era. So it's like uh, just the way you could tell a story and basically call it a poem, like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like rapping and shit. Like yeah. fuck it, I can because it's my style exactly. So I can say whatever I want to say, and then I got hip to you know, uh, you know, our black people and shit. So. Um, like the Harlem Renaissance and shit like that. So I, 
I started getting into James Baldwin then and uh shit of course uh What's some some other shit? James Baldwin, my favorite. So. Oh, that's your favorite yeah, overall. Yeah, my favorite author. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, now is a uh, Tanahisi Coates though, because Tanahisi Coates is basically like just James like Baldwin. James Baldwin. Like, yeah. Send so. me some titles, man. I ain't hit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Send sure. me some titles. I ain't yeah. hit. So like when so that's crazy because you 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 mentioned the Harlem Renaissance. So you actually got a chance to live in Harlem, but not going to Amy Roof's or uh, Sylvia's let I me know that you didn't experience hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, have you ever thought about going back, especially now while you kidless? Because this is uh, the time to do it all, nigga. It is, <laughs> no, for real. And I'm going to tell you like this. Uh, I did actually have a chance. Uh, what was that? Last year, I was a part of the, uh, what's the Afro's Audio podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 was a conference? I'm sorry, yeah. I can't think of the word. That fucking edible kicking in. Um, <laughs> this thing got burrito on his shirt. Edible kicking in. <laughs> no, that fucking edible kicking in, bro. Like for real. I'm gonna um, tell y'all an edible story after that. Go ahead. Sure. But um, no, I went down there to uh, uh to that joint, and it, that was in Brooklyn. But for the nostalgia purposes, I actually got a room at the Y. Like they didn't turn it into like a real place now. Oh, so, straight up. So hell yeah, yeah. So I got a chance to. Now? Yeah, the hot water was on, but the shit is completely the same. Straight up, completely the same. It look still look like a jail cell though, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I stayed there. It was like that shit was crazy because it took it took me back to that time. But I still, I because I had to go from there to Brooklyn like every day for the conference. I still didn't get a chance to like experience Harlem though. So yeah. I, I do want to go back just like on some vacation like tourist type. Yeah, shit. yeah, that's my second favorite place in the world. Only second to Eastern Michigan, and this is why I say that right because. It's not big, and so many important things happen there. For sure. Think about that. Like yeah. Malcolm X was murdered in Harlem in an auto bomb ballroom. But he also but he also came Harlem. up in Harlem. Mm-hmm. But he started and came from Inkster, Michigan, because he used to live in, on in the a street. Fact, yeah, yeah. So that we from. Everybody say that Malcolm X started the first uh, the Muslim mosque, whatever one is in Harlem. They say he started that first. That's actually not true. The first. Uh, Muslim mosque that he started was in Inkster, Michigan yeah. on Cherry Street. My homeboy daddy owned a building yeah. to this day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now, then he went to Harlem. So that was like practice. It was you like feel practice what I'm to see if it'll work. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Ain't none of that in the history, but they don't give me shit. Look, no it is. We, we that, letting it know. We yeah, look, they all, they trying to, so it's he, when he came home from jail, he used to work at a, uh, a furniture store in Detroit, but he lived with his brother in Angster, right? And they tried to tear the house down that he lived in. Oh, yeah, yeah but my homeboy, yeah. one of my partners, owned that shit now, and they restoring it and try, go try to make it like a museum. And his yeah, daughter's done been out there and everything. Man, that shit was on the demolition list, dog. Yeah. And they had to before they can buy it, they had to petition to get it off the demolition list and for a while, like they the wasn't going for address. it. Yeah, so this like that because he yeah. used to live in. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I think they tore that house down. But you know, when they tear the house down, you still got the address. You feel what I'm saying? So the address still is there, but the actual house right. then where they lived in Lansing, that's gone. You feel what I'm saying? So but besides the house in Queens, they got firebombed, but you know, the nation owned that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So this was like one of the last ones that was yeah. like in their family. And that bitch was on the demolition list, man. Sorry. But back to the writing don't though. Fuck about that shit. Yeah. So no, back fuck. to the writing. When did you decide to write your first novel? Oh yeah. My bad, yeah, I kind of got sidetracked. It's a fucking edible. Uh, writing the uh, the first novel, I think I mentioned this too, probably on another show, but I had met, uh, who did I meet? Who did I meet first? I met uh, Yusuf uh, first, and he had, it was this joint in uh, on Grand River called uh, the Urban, uh, Urban Knowledge Cafe, something like that. I can't remember what it was, but it was a cyber cafe. Like, you had internet and niggas did poetry and shit. And, uh, like, a chick that I knew from a, another little writer's joint, 
had uh, took me down there to see poetry. So I, me and my moms, my sister used to go. And anyway, so she introduced me to Yusuf, right? So he was a uh, he was an ex-con from like a z- a Zone Eight, and uh, he was now trying to like get like get kids together, like get. He was a motivational speaker, all that shit. So he was telling me all these stories about, you know, what it was like going through the whole little prison system. He had a book, so I read his book. And then I ended up meeting, uh, oh, shit, what's my man's name? Dude with the long dreads and shit. Shaka? Yes. So I met Shaka and shit. And uh, then I read his book. So then I started looking at these concepts like, damn, this is like this mass incarceration shit is real. Yeah. Like this is some real shit. But like I ain't never been to jail, but I know niggas who have. And then I done met these two niggas who like pretty prominent. And like their stories are still different. And mine go be completely different because mine is like the, the perspective seeing it from the outside looking in. So I'm like, you know what? I could write a story about that. And it's going to be real. Like, it's going to be real, even though it's not my experience. It's somebody's experience. So that's how we got to uh, those brilliant bastards. That's how I put it together and shit. Right. So after your homeboy wrote the book, like, what was your reaction? About fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. They all they be on my head, for sure. That's one thing about our circle. Fuck you been waiting on, cuz. That's one thing about our circle, man. We ride each other. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. We just don't kick it and talk shit. That That's why true. you gotta have tough skin, cause then if you on some bullshit, one it's, it's show. Tell you. So with the book, like, uh, when did you roll it out? When did it come out? Um, that was uh, June, June first. Actually, I dropped it on my birthday. It was June first of two thousand eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. Yep. And like, so when you decided to publish it, what route did you go? Did you know how to publish? Like, did you research Bro, all that? So I had I had self-published all my uh, poetry books. So I did that the same way. And I went through Amazon. And I just had heard a conversation that you was having yeah. in the hallway that I feel yeah, I've been allocator. doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yes, no, I no, no. Not that you've been doing it wrong. It's just, okay, so if you want to be on a New York Times bestseller list and all of those, the USA Today and all of those bestseller lists, yeah. you got to be available for it. Every you got platform. Okay, so look. It got to sell units on four different no, platforms, three different stores, right? Okay. So to be a New York Times, but well, New York Times, they are not put you on the bestseller list. That's at their discretion. They don't get uh, cri- no criteria. They, they got criteria, public. but it's not public. So it, they, can they can say, do yeah, they right? Yeah. But so let's say USA Today, right? Mm-hmm. So say you got to sell 5,000 books. You got to sell 5,000 books in one week to be on the USA Today. It might be less, okay. but to be on the USA Today bestseller list, you got to sell 5,000 books in, in one week, right? Gotcha. You could sell 4,996 uh, 4, on Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got to sell some somewhere else, yeah. and that makes it eligible because okay. it didn't all sell. It, it's all similar to that. It didn't, you know what I'm saying? I gotcha. And then, like, when you on Amazon, some of them Amazon authors are only Amazon authors. Like True. you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. so, and it depends on how you uh, category it. Uh, categorize it, right? For sure. So I heard so, it. so you got a jail book, and say it's one homosexual thing in that. Mm-hmm. You can put that under the homosexual category, and it's and, gonna get more hits. And it, it's gonna get <laughs> it you, is, you, you know what I'm saying, stuff yeah. like that. But the only yeah, shit like that. So it, it's semantics with with, yeah. with being an Amazon bestseller. I'm yeah. not saying that that's not good. You, yeah. you, you feel what I'm saying? But you want that New York Times, USA Today. It got to be Publishers available. Weekly. Publishers Weekly. Want to be available as many places as I as, can. It's possible, sure. yeah, because yeah. like with me, so I went through Book Baby and I self-published and went through Book Baby as my my distributor. So yeah. I, I took my no limit to priority, so gotcha. to speak. For you sure. know what I'm saying, right? And um, they 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 just distributed it. It's on uh, Apple iBooks. It's on Amazon. It's on all of these other sites yeah. that 
once the proper promotion get behind it, mm-hmm. people just go Google it and they go buy it from Some their rare. preference. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. But the hard, I mean, but the but the paperback is only available through my site. You yeah. gotta go to my site and go oh, to the okay. link. I'm not gonna tell you what it's available through besides my site because mm-hmm. you gotta go there to get to that. Yeah. Feel what I'm saying? Okay. So like, I just finished the project and I know that that's gonna carry that project. Yeah. So I'm about to start writing the second installment of Animal Instinct, The Urban Jungle, and Tell the Two Jungles. That's the name of it. You know right. what I'm saying? Home of exclusives. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but like, like, he's like, he ain't even know. No, I know, I know. I know. But when you write in this shit, like, it just depends on, like, like, I love all authors who take the time and put the pen to the pad or whatever. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I'm also a realist and I'm also a professional. A lot of this shit is trash. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Sure. And I'm not saying their art is trash. I'm yeah. saying just the... Would they doing be, it? Yeah. <laughs> would, would you be doing if is there if there was no Amazon? Would you be writing "Let Me and My Homeboy Fuck" part five right. if there was no Amazon? You, you and, and I think stuff like that. I'm gonna be very part honest. With, with <laughs> you be seeing that shit. I know you yeah, be seeing right. that shit. I, to be honest with you though, because authors never really had to reveal their identity i think a lot of that stuff is just put in the community i don't think black people even write that mm-hmm. i think uh-huh. they they write that put it in a community i can be whoever i want when i'm an author that's the that's the the grand and beauty I of like it Damn, i never even thought of it come that, on listen, man, man the stuff that like that push through through amazon too and you wonder how that shit is on in the yeah. top one just go to the urban top 100 start at 100 don't start at one because you're gonna see all familiar shit yeah. start at 100 and see the whack-ass titles and you know who's buying <laughs> this but right. also people probably aren't buying it they're kindle unlimited but who's reading this shit yeah. because you know the kindle unlimited is if your shit on there you get paid by the number of pages somebody read and all that okay it's a whole bunch of different little shit like yeah. audible is tied directly into amazon Right. Like all of this shit, and then if you read the paperwork that you sign when you upload your book, you are actually taking away the right to distribute your shit through different platforms. Yeah. But if you get your shit distributed to them, it's different. Yeah, it's different, yeah. yeah. You know but I, I definitely think that, uh, I just think that. Like, I've never had to show my face. My author name could be whatever, whatever I think sound black. Sound I'm going to write yeah. some nigga stories. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then keep it pushing. And that's why I heard you say something about an anime, too. You know what I'm saying? You trying to put an anime together. Ain't no, 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 no. We, we doing, doing that, my baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. We doing <laughs> that, my baby. Hey, no, hey, no. Let me tell you something. I've been trying to start one for the longest. You hear me? Like We'll get together. I could, I could plug you I got, I got a whole idea. I got a concept. I got characters and everything you know have your man write the the, the concept and stuff like okay. he's the author right have, have sure. a, you yeah. know what see saying? that's what we do like we work with family man we just like w- w- I you wouldn't even feel comfortable coming to him telling him somebody else wrote something for you no you, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying right. and so many people do shit like that and it's like my man that's like him telling you that another nigga go cater is a baby shower right you feel what I'm saying <laughs> right. you feel what I'm come saying soon. like come on man come like out. and people really don't get that like that's that's, that's black what, economics right you feel what I'm saying or all of that like wait a minute no, my man do that. You feel because what I'm saying? With, with Animal Instinct, the urban jungle, though, just on some 100 shit, I am the, I am a, it's an urban fantasy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm an urban, a, a debut award-winning urban fantasy author that's black that took his award-winning novella and turned it into a, a limited edition animated series that's exactly like the book. It's not based on the book. But it's, it's, it's exactly the book. like the book. So yeah, so think of like a comic book meets a uh, audio book. A audio book. Think of a, so that the animation like comic booky and but it meet the audio book. And the, the audio book per the, the person, the young lady doing the voice uh doing the uh the narration and the voices is only one person. Mm-hmm. She's the number one uh, urban fantasy reader on Audible. Damn, for real? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what so I'm saying? Shit out here. No, I mean, shit. It's just <laughs> I didn't know that when I had her read it. Yeah. That just from doing Start research. doing her research. I started doing my research you, you and, who she and found out who she was. She's the yeah. number one urban fantasy audible uh, reader on Audible. I yeah. went all the way around the board because I had a vision for it. Before I even wrote that, I had a vision, vision for it because it, it had already been in my heart. So I can't wait to check your book out. But yeah, let's talk about E Block Radio. Cause yeah. that's you know what I'm saying. Y'all got some shows Red over zone. there. Y'all <laughs> right. doing y'all thing, man. And y'all won an award. Congratulations! That's how that. we met. We yeah. met y'all in North Carolina with y'all winning Shout an award. Shout out to those awards. That yeah, none of that's us good. received. Yeah. <laughs> we received it. We just didn't get it. Right. 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 We, we 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 earned an award right. and all that. So and congrats to y'all too. You Appreciate know. that. Yeah, yeah. And we said then that we was go get together, and it just worked so perfect, man. The timing was perfect. The timing was perfect. Real proud of Shot, man. No doubt. Know what I'm saying? No, no doubt. We do. Good producing them and everything. Like y'all got y'all a young star over there, man. Dog, for real. I'm telling. I told him when he's ready, he can go ahead. I'm gonna grab his coattails. Yeah, (laughs) saying like. So let's talk about how starting an actual network though. Like when did you decide? When did y'all decide that we was gonna do other shows? Um, I ain't gonna lie. That was probably that was probably just me. (laughs) I was the only one thinking like doing other shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, like the whole show concept was crazy. Just going back to how it started. Like he said, you know, his uh, his brother. Uh, threw that shit out in the atmosphere. I did some research on it. He came up with the name and shit. We started recording, but I just want to talk about that shit real quick, dog. I used to have a, a little broke ass Dell laptop and a Metro PCS flip phone, dog. I was doing that bitch on lo- Blog Talk Radio over the speakerphone. Like that shit was breaking up. Shit yeah. was terrible. <laughs> yeah. I was sick at the time, so niggas was calling in saying my mouth, my uh, my my voice sound like I got a mouth full of hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible, but I still went on and did that shit. Though, you kept it pushing time. through. Yeah. Kept that shit pushing. Then dog was like, man, all right, dog, I got to come help you and shit. So he came through. Like, my man 2Gs used to be in that motherfucker, dog. We used to be in my mama's attic, boy. Like, with a, <laughs> yeah. with a cup of tea trying to kill that little whatever. What was wrong with your voice? Dog, I was going through some shit, bro. Like, I had fucked around and. Uh, Ate the wrong pussy? <laughs> no, that shit. It, well, yeah, I, I didn't probably eat a whole lot of wrong pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Right, this nigga said he lived in, in, in New York with rats and roaches. Of course, he ate the wrong pussy before, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he feel what I'm saying? No, I so. ended up uh, fucking having a, a leg ulcer and shit, and had got like some kind of infection, and somehow the infection was just fucking up everything. Because so. it all worked together. It all worked together. Yeah. So that's how that shit happened. But I was still trying to push through with this damn show, and then it just kept evolving, kept evolving. Shit, even when I went to. Uh, I lived in Denver for a couple of years. Even when I was out there, we was doing the show remote before niggas was doing shows remote. You feel what, me? What, how you end up in Denver? That's that's kind of odd. Oh. Usually it's West Coast niggas trying to escape like yeah. the L.A. life. They make it to Denver and be like, I ain't going no further. Fuck it. Really you, you went west. Yeah, I was working I was working at Comcast and shit. And a young lady I was with at the time, she was exploring some options and moving out of Michigan. And uh, we was trying Y'all to pick Denver? Well, hold on though, because the, the the nicest downtown I ever been to in the nation, nigga. You I'm know, saying, I touched forty six states. It was Denver, Colorado, Denver, nigga. Denver, dope. Hell yeah. Denver, dope. That's, yeah, that is the I nicest downtown I ever been to. Dope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, how did you like it out there? But I, I loved it though. But the thing was, we was trying to go to Arizona and shit, and I was trying to get a transfer. I was working at Comcast at the time, uh, doing the the shit on the phone. But uh, I could go out there and do social media. So I applied for the job. Arizona was like, you got to be able to speak uh, Spanish. Spanish. And I was like, fuck, I can't do it. They was like, well, we got another office in Colorado. I'm like, shit, Colorado? <laughs> fuck, fuck it. I tried it, you know what I'm saying? So 
Um, I end up going out there for a couple of years. Uh, you know, rest in peace to uh, old girl in my relationship. That shit's over. <laughs> that shit. Y'all both still alive. Another wrong pussy. Yeah. Now listen though. What what was because people say that Denver, Colorado got brutal winters. What's worse? Michigan oh, it's definitely worse here, boy. Is it for sure? Because yeah. like, oh, so that's what I'm saying. Because maybe them California niggas and they just never experienced they don't experience snow. Snow, yeah. Because yeah. like you know when it's snow here, if it's snow real good, like right now, like what's this January, nigga? That's just it's there till March. Like yeah. it's, it's gonna be looking all dusty and shit out there. It's snow. It can get like six, seven inches of snow in the morning, and it's dry by the by the evening. Like spring in that because bed. it's a uh, it's yeah. desert. Like yeah. so, it's like desert snow, and mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the snow, the snow getting stuck up there. The snow ain't even it ain't even hitting the floor. So yeah. yeah. By the time the sun come out, it's over. So yeah. I, I I loved it out there. As yeah. soon as I get my little monies together, I'm gonna at least have me a place out there that I can go to. Even if I'm not um like living there, I'm gonna have some some property. Airbnb something. Yeah. yeah. It's not y'all went. So you went to Denver when he was out there. Oh hell, hell yeah. You went to? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I told you we don't go nowhere, bro. We yeah. can't we can't all be together. Yeah, that definitely like I was on a road trip because I done been to the uh part in the country where you right here in this all four states. Uh you know, the little uh square. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I've been there Arizona, and all that shit. But Vegas, dog, yeah. I when we was in Denver, I said, Man, this shit look out cold, dog. Yeah, like the downtown just looked so cold to That's me. Right. So yeah, uh strip club and dispensary right in the same little Oh, shout out to uh, what was that shit, Shogun? Oh shit. man, that shit was like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So if uh if people want to catch y'all show, where can they listen at? Um shit, everywhere, but uh shit, you can go to eblockradio.com. That's www.eblockradio.com. Um it's on YouTube, uh iTunes, Spotify. And it, and this Audible. is daily. Uh, and uh, it, it really is daily. Monday, yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, ten until eleven AM Eastern Standard Time, dog. And then you do the bourbon show too. When do that come on? Uh Beers Bourbon Whiskey Podcast comes BBW. Yeah, yeah, everybody loves BBW. Uh, drops on Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, also at eblockradio.com. Yeah, yeah we got the Shy versus everybody that come out on Tuesday. Tuesday uh, nights, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, also at eblockradio.com. Right, yeah, that's a whole <laughs> net where he just gave y'all mad shows. Yeah. That's a whole net. And shout out to uh, shout out to uh, uh, fucking Man. cannabis analyst and shit. Uh, that's his brother, right? Yep. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He yeah. got a show too. Uh, normally Thursdays at eight, we gotta get back into production though. And them and, and that them your nephews, right? For sure. You know what I'm saying? Family yeah. business, and then no they doubt. from the block. Y'all, y'all, y'all are more than blood. No doubt. They from they from East Warren, so that's why <laughs> my man has said East Warren. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. my nephews from. And so, then so and what you doing with the restaurant right now? You just doing what catering? Catering. So how can somebody reach out to you if they wanted you to well, cater? Um, I got this um whole uh, different entity called Chef to Your Doorstep. You know what I'm saying? So you know what I mean. I go to your house, masked up, gloved up. I come there, cook you with the dish of your liking. Yeah. You know, or how many other people you got? You know what I mean. So, I come to your crib, cook, clean up, leave. Yeah, that's dope. That's, that's dope. All yeah. feet, Chef to know? your doorstep, IG and Facebook. Chef to your doorstep, and then what? And, and when can people peep some with the left, right throw? <laughs> give me about a good six, seven months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, did they have a season this year? How did that work? No, they uh they canceled it right before the playoffs. Okay, who would he play for? Uh, from coming from over there, the Broncos is that that that's is that? Oh, yeah. See his yeah, he ain't want like no part of it. <laughs> yeah, Saints. Bro. No, they ain't even over there no more. Taking them down to thirty two hundred Lafayette. Oh, the Raiders got it. Yeah, got it. Oh, the East Side Raiders. Yeah. Sure. Okay, yeah, because uh my niggas, I didn't, I never played organized sports, but my niggas, they was the Inkster Raiders, yeah. and that Raider versus Raider game was big shit on their schedule when they was kids <laughs> so, going to the East Side to play the Raiders, and the Raiders coming. Yeah, I re- look before we get up out of here, we was in the. Uh, I was in Atlanta. My hat said Detroit on the front, said Angster on the back. Yeah. And I'm walking, man, and I peeped this nigga with some dreads, and I'm like, dog, he on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck this nigga doing? Let's walk to the bathroom. Yeah. I walk to the bathroom. He come in there. He say, dog, 
I had to say something to you because I seen that angster on your head. And he was like, nigga, I used to play for the East Side Raiders. And when we played the Inkster Raiders, like that, that nigga, like I had to come say, he's like, I never seen a nigga with Inkster on his hat. Like, I, 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 did you play football? Somebody you know played football. Who was the liveest games? And I just like, no, I feel, I know what you said. Florida nigga. He yeah, he like, nigga, I he like, ended up in Florida and shit. So I know that Raider, Raider, uh, that shit crazy. You feel what I'm saying? If y'all want to contact us, man, TCE Pod on Instagram and Twitter. TCE Pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to get at me, you want to buy a paper, uh, paperback of the book, you send it to me. I autograph it, send it back. You go to 1sljackson.com, 1sljackson.com to order your paperback of the, uh, the award winner Urban Fantasy Novel, Animal Instinct, The Urban Jungle. Just go to the website, hit the purchase link. It's going to tell you how to purchase it. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself.